KCLR Live Sport. The St. Canis's Credit Union Senior Hurling Championship. James Stevens versus Dixborough. The St. Canis's Credit Union Senior Hurling Championship. James Stevens versus Dixborough. Yes, thanks very much, Shane. You're very welcome to a sun-drenched UPMC Nolan Park, and it's great to see a huge crowd uh, on the way in here. We understand there's a big crowd across the road as well. It's St. Uh, John's Park at the Lachlan Gales, and that's gone to extra time, and I'm sure as soon as that's over, they will be uh, flowing in here also for a feast of hurling in the uh, Marble City this afternoon. Of course, it is Kilkenny Day, and I'm delighted to be joined by a Kilkenny legend on co-commentary for his first match, Adrian Ronan. Adrian, it's a day that's conducive to hurling. Uh, cracking match on across the road at the moment, and we have two crackers here. Uh, this afternoon also first up James Stevens and Dixborough in an all city battle and of course Bennett's Bridge and Ballyhale Shamrocks uh, later on this evening at 4 o'clock so a cracking day in store and the pitch in perfect condition conditions no wind sun is shining and a huge crowd on the way in yeah massive massive day of hurling for Kilkenny and the weather of course has been really I suppose adding, adding to the, the day's hurling a cracker over in John's Park uh, Clara and Tullerone served up a great first half and second half I watched that game came across here both teams had their chances to win it. Mossy had a chance, Mossy Keown, to, to maybe for a goal to win it in normal time. Clara had a chance of free to win it in normal time. But it looks like now, uh, into extra time, that Clara are in the dry, or Tullerone are in the driving seat. And that'll be a massive win for Tullerone. Four be, points up, I believe. Yeah, it'll be a massive win. Now, again, people would have expected that. But today, I suppose, this is the City Rivals. This is the one we're covering now. And this is a big game because the City Rivals, I suppose, the bragging rights, already one of the City teams is in already. That's all Lachlan's. And they're going well, Brendan. They're the ones that most people are not mentioning at the minute. Everyone's talking about the village yeah. and the borough. And O'Loughlin's have, have snuck in now and all of a sudden O'Loughlin's are, are in a driving seat. Look, brilliant day is hurling and we're looking forward to it. Big um, change. Luke Murphy is on for uh, Mickey Drennan. So a big change for the the village there uh, is and Stephen Farrell is in for Oshin Goff and the Borough team we give you both lineups. match referee David Hughes is just after getting us on the way here in UPMC Nolan Park line ball on the far side David says you can take your time and we let you take it again Dara Hulan back from injuries in the goal for the Borough today Connor Doheny Alan Phelan Evan Carroll in the full back line with Timmy Clifford at right half back Killian Buckley 6 Evan Cody 7 Lee Moore partners Joe Sheehan in the middle of the park with Aidan Nolan Shane Stapleton and Stephen Farrell in the half forward line the line ball is not yet taken full forward line for the Borough, Mark Nolan, Bill Sheehan and Andy Gaffney, we'll stick with the line ball, give you the village line out then, it's a good ball goes in field, Houlihan is out, does well he's got a fine presence in the goal, Dara Houlihan runs out towards his 13 metre line short puck downfield towards Stephen Farrell first touch for Stephen, wearing 22 fine figure of a man as well, sends it to the middle of the park, he was looking to find Joe Sheehan there didn't go to Sean, it's one back uh, well the Borough did win it on the ground in the end it was a bit of a dirty ball, wasn't clean he won and now they're all scrumming for possession on that 65 metre line in the Dixborough half for the park the village playing towards the town end goal referee David Hughes has seen an illegal chop there and it's going to be a free in to the village here in the opening minute at UPMC Nola Park Sean Minogue in the goal for the village Luke Hickey Dermot Cody Shane Donahue in the full back line Niall Delaney Niall Brazel and Niall Mullins in the half back line David Hennessy and Luke Scanlon partnering one another in the middle of the park with Matthew Root the vice captain Tygo Dwyer and William Spencer in the half hour line Keane Kenny and number 19 Luke Murphy replacing Mikey Drennan Owen Gilfile number 15 and they send in the first score of the game Ronnie from the free yeah Owen Gilfile puts that over the bar Luke Hickey has gone to the middle of the field Luke Murphy playing cornerback changes in the village team you would think on paper and Stephen Farrell he's on the panel a long time Stephen Farrell young man big fine athlete so obviously going well in training um, here's Joe Sheen so again two good young fit hungry teams but 
Again, I just think the Lachlan's here's a chance now. Yeah, super chance. Knocked it back in towards Lee Moore. Lee Moore runs in goal. Chance flicking it across. They have to turn and strike it quickly. That's what they've done. Oh, it's gone inches wide. It's gone inches wide. They might have went for goal a little bit earlier. The Borough have an injury. Lee Moore is down inside the 13 metre line. Ronnie, that was a guilt-edged opportunity. Should have been a goal. Two minutes gone. Already up and flying it here. But that definitely should have been a goal for the Borough. Big let off for um, uh, the village men. Lee Moore had a great chance. Showed great vision and great sight by giving a great pass across to Andy Gaffney. Andy Gaffney then... I suppose rushed his shot and a poor white Lee Moore is down and that's a concern. It is a big concern, isn't it? Is, yeah, because Lee Moore is one of these, I suppose, one of these up-and-coming young lads that Kilkenny senior selectors might be considering has uh, a lot of the attributes that Kilkenny hurling need. Young, fit, hungry. And at this stage, David Hughes is telling Parry Fanning, good luck, and Tony Brown. They feel it was a late tackle. But... um. Brendan, and just again going back to it, I mean, the village and the borough, they, they bring out the best in each other. A lot of teams are, and club in Kilkenny are speaking about the, these two teams, but for me, O'Loughlin's are in now in a semi final. I just like the O'Loughlin's cut about them. They've got their team right. Paddy Deegan's playing them forwards, and you know, it's just the time. I actually like to put a shout out to Jack O'Shea, one of my under five stars, and Greg Valley Callan. Jack is listening to the radio, and uh, Jack is one of the up and coming stars. He's only five. We go through the walls here. Come on, Ronnie. Come on, Ronnie. Well, thankfully for Lee Moore, he's up. He's got his attention. Ball is poked out by Sean Minogue in the village goal. The village lead by one point to no score. Three and a half minutes gone here at UPMC Nolan Park. We have another line ball on the far side. Don't forget, coming up later on this evening, four o'clock, Venice Bridge and Shamrock's Bally Hale in the second of our quarterfinals live here on KCLR. But it is a line ball on that far side for the experiment they've taken it haven't taken it quickly because they hit the ball straight to Owen Gilfoyle and Owen Gilfoyle is the man that got that free and he's on the run here and they've gone inside the 45 metre line chance for the village here ball swept inside but the hand pass is overcooked and that's gone out for a wide so it's one wide apiece at the moment here in UPMC Nolan Park and this game is brought to you with thanks to Cochlin Garden Equipment your local Husqvarna centre in Kilkenny specialising in forest and garden machinery one. including the Husqvarna Auto More you can check them out on cgeltd.ie so that's Cochrane Garden Equipment CGE uh, Limited is the uh, email there dot IE here come the Borough downfield the ball towards the 65 metre line as Adrian said these teams bring the best out of one another it should be a ding dong battle it will be tight it will be long the other game across the road gone to extra time yes it should and be the good over. news there is Tullerone have won by 7 points in extra time so Tullerone are in a semi-final intermediate champions of 2 years ago in a semi-final great result for Tullerone great result for the management team I know they're an intermediate champions too if we wanted to give them another bit of flower on top of the cake as uh, the Borough cleared this one Evan Cody number 7 wing half back today knocks it downfield a bit of a battle in there Lee Moore is actually playing in, in the full forward line at the moment but it's tidied up by Shane Donahue of the village Shane sends it way over towards the newsstand side and uh, Ronnie I mentioned it before the match now that the ball is out of play there's a massive crowd here and they are expecting in around 5 possibly 6 maybe 7,000 people today which is terrific yeah and we'll see a lot of them coming across from John's Park as I look over to my right big crowd coming over across but that's a massive win for Tullerone not unexpectedly to be fair people would have given Tullerone a great chance today and Clara uh, so there's two teams in that's two green and white teams in to the semi-finals Lachlan's and Tullerone and Tullerone will be delighted and their management team of Liam Keown James Maher Niall Lacey um, they'll be very happy Paul Dottony sideline cut wasn't a bit of height into it but it's knocked in towards Bill Sheen who knocks it back to the middle of the park and a shot from distance goes in and over the bar the Borough get their first through Shane Stapleton it's gone in and over the bar so it's one point apiece here the village open is scoring from a free from Owen Gilfiber but Stapleton now on the score sheet and I got a little bit of room there Ronnie he had uh, plenty of time to take it Shane Stapleton a great point great touch by uh, 
Bill Sheen, quick hands, so the, the Borough looking dangerous inside when the ball goes into him at this early stage. Maybe the James Stevens fullback and small bit vulnerable, small bit, I'm, I'm adding. Alan Phelan did well at fullback, knocks it downfield towards Lee Moore. Showing no signs of that injury picked up earlier on. Now the long ball for me down towards Andy Gaffney. And here comes Andy. The number 50 of the Bury turns well. Andy Gaffney gets right in front of goal. Tried to shake off a second tackle. He was held up. It's uh, borderline whether it might have been a free or not. But back there picking up the pieces was David Hennessy. And Hennessy with a poor clearance. He drives a straight over the line. Now to be fair, there was a man standing on the line on the far side, Ronnie, who was Matthew Root. But uh, he was never going to get to it. So it was just a poorly cleared ball. Yeah, at this early stage... Dixborough playing with a two-man full forward line and looking dangerous to be fair looking up and hurling with their head up they'll be the ones happier after five minutes even though it's only just a point apiece they'll look a little bit dangerous but that's two goal chances the Borough have uh, got and haven't taken so concern for the Borough there's the ball taken and it's a wasted ball because it's going to be tidied up by Niall Brazel centre half back for the James Stevens team St. Stevens under traditional red and green and on the attack going forward here, Keen Kenny. Keen Kenny yeah. lets it in. He's always a tidy player, Keen. He had one thing on his mind the time he got that ball. He still had a little bit of work to do, but when he did it, he turned inside. He dispatched with brilliant accuracy, and he makes it two points, James Stevens. One point, Dick Burrow. We're into the eighth minute already, Ronnie. The Borough take it quickly out to Timmy Clifford. Timmy wearing five. Ring half back. It's a big ball downfield, and it's into what we call no man's land. There's a bit of top spin on it. It doesn't make it out over the end line. Coming out together to Sean Minogue, the village goalkeeper, down towards middle of the park. David Hennessy, nice first touch. David to try and work it back, but the Borough looked like they handled it on the ground, but they got away with it. And back in it goes. It'll be tidied up by the man that is replacing Mickey Drennan. That is uh, Luke Murphy. And. Still a little bit of a giving away possession here by both teams and both capitalising on a fairly heavy challenge is going in all fair and square I might add. Now the ball breaks to the centre half back. Niall Brazel of the village. He's trying to get it out. He's hooked from behind. He's put under pressure. He plays it all the way back to his goalkeeper. Sean Minogue, he looks downfield and he said there'll be no problems with it out there. He sends it 60, 70 metres, maybe 80. Right down UPMC Nolan Park, but it breaks back inside. It'll be tidied up by Evan Carroll to Dixborough corner back. He sends it back to the middle of the park. Wing half forward position running on to his Shane Stapleton. Shane is the man that scored for the Burroughs. Uh, two points to James Stevens, one point to Dixborough. And here comes Keen Kenny and Gilfile for them but here comes the centre forward Bill Stapleton again he's been fouled outside to D Shane Stapleton is going to be a free into the borough and an ideal opportunity Ronnie on the ninth minute to level it up to a two points apiece there's a few mistakes being made and there's a few misplaced passes it's, it's not the prettiest of times but it no. is a, it, it's a bit of a dogfight isn't it it is but great refereeing we were, we're very critical of referees maybe even the man to speak and now of referees great refereeing by David Hughes it was an accidental trip it was a trip, it was a free, but he didn't book Niall Brazel, so uh, I have to commend the referee there, Brendan David Hughes, um, Shane Stapleton. He was the shortest hurling Ireland, like a wooden spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard of Yeah, watch him. Yeah. What, yeah, what, what would you say? It's about 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, I think yeah. he has a three-year-old daughter, I'd say it's a daughter <laughs> for it. But he used a very small... A small hurling, yeah. There's some lads comfortable with the smaller one. Here's a man that's comfortable with maybe big or small. Keane Kenny. He got onto a loose ball. It broke inside the 65 from the puck out. And Keane Kenny sends over his second for the village. Third for them in total. Three points, James Stevens. Two points to the borough. We're on the 10th middle, Ronnie. And yeah, and Keane Kenny is one of these lads that Kilkenny Hurling needs a lot of talk about him and he needs to come good. And he's shown good here already in the quarterfinal. Lovely hurler. Plenty of attitude. And as I said needs to come good because Kilkenny need a few up and coming young lads to come through the scene Joe Sheen sends the ball downfield but it'll be tidied up by Niall Brazel for James Stevens at centre back and again down into no man's land Dara Houlihan 
comes out of the goal. Dara plays a short ball to his centre back, Killian Buckley. Killian, plenty of experience as you know. The name speaks for itself. It goes all the way downfield, but again, didn't find his own man. Dermot Cody comes out, wins it at full back. Nice run from Dermot out to the 45, lays it off into the middle of the park. And, oh, too many steps, Niall Mullins, and it was probably borderline, but the referee was right there, Ronnie. He was, yeah, he just overran it. Uh, Dermot Cody had run off his shoulder, but again, uh, David Hughes, good, you know, to be fair, good refereeing by Hughes. It was a free. Uh, but again, look at both teams playing with a two-man full forward line. We mentioned it earlier, Brendan. Is it this Waterford style hurling because Tony Brown and Parik Fanning yeah. are involved? Um, not too sure. You have to be born and brought up with this two-man inside line. But I'm not too sure. Are, is Kilkenny hurling people comfortable with it? It looks good when it works well. But there's Tullerone after winning seven points and they're playing a traditional style of hurling. Well, we have a three points of two game here in UPMC Nolan Park. Is it three points apiece? That ball has gone in. It's gone over the bar. And it's another one for Shane Stapleton. <coughs> two from play, one from a free. Three points apiece, Ronnie. 11 minutes gone. Yeah, very good by Shane Stapleton. Another <coughs> worked free by Dixborough. As we said, it'll be nip and tuck here. Both teams will bring out the best of each other, no matter how good or bad they are going into the games. And uh, there's not going to be much between it, Brendan. Evan Carr clears it downfield, running on to us the full forward. Beautiful first touch, and then there was a two against one, and the referee says you can play on. Corner back did well for the village. Shane Donahue knocks it downfield, gets it to the lively corner forward again. This time it's uh, the centre forward, Tygo Dwyer, sends it back in across. Challenge looked a bit higher. There's an advantage coming here for Matthew Root, the vice captain. No need for it because he sticks it in straight over the bar, but the referee spotted that there was a bit of a bad challenge well it wasn't bad it was just a borderline and uh, the referee gave the advantage good refereeing again by David Hughes four points Jim Stevens. three points to Borough Ronnie 12 minutes gone yeah and again we just mentioned I see young Ollie Welsh down here in front of us he's a big loss for for the village Connor Brown a big loss for the uh, James Stevens. so they'll be hoping to get through this game that these boys will be back only one of them can be back because there's going to only be one winner today yeah. but already it's going down to the wire I was talking to Ollie before the match there yeah, done the job on the back of the knee so he said he won't be out for as long as he possibly thought but not fit enough for today here go the Borough look for a score and it's a well taken score and a beautiful run from Liam Moore he goes in the midfielder strikes it from the right hand side he was about 30 metres out it's four points apiece and there's no separating them with exactly 12 minutes gone here with thanks to uh, Cochlin Garden Equipment your local Husqvarna centre in Kilkenny and their village have they replied straight away? They, they have, have Ronnie yeah, Luke Stannon great score by Luke Stannon quick puck out by Sean Minogue and as I said uh, you can't turn your back here because that was a quick puck out brilliant score by Scanlon here's Timmy Clifford young minor from last year 5 points to 4 here in UPMC in Olin Park James Stevens leader City rivals Dixborough we've a line ball John Kennedy of the Shamrocks is the linesman on this side of the park David Hughes is the match refereed first of a double header this afternoon here live on KCLR Bennett's Bridge and the Shamrocks coming up uh, later on this evening here is the sideline ball will be taken by Evan Carroll of Dixborough he gets plenty of height into this one, Evan. He took it well. It's a nice ball. Sent downfield. Down towards the 13-metre line. And it's going out over the line. And John Kennedy, I think, has signalled that that is a village ball. I think the referee is waiting for him to put that flag up again. No, it's a Dixborough ball. So he just put the flag up and then he points it forward. Ronnie, it's probably a little bit of a tight angle to try and get a score. But... Uh, Stapleton is quite capable of this. Yeah, well, he's gone over to take it with that little small short hurl. <laughs> the wooden spoon. The wooden spoon, but <laughs> I noticed a lot of Tullerone people have handed up coming to Nolan Park this afternoon because now they're in a quarter final. There's a poor wide out of. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, he put it wide on the yeah. side, he hit it from as well. Struck it well, but wide, no good. Is that only two wides for the ball? Yeah, two wides are dead right. Two to one. Two to one. And the scoreboard, what's important, reads five points, James Stevens, four points at Dixborough, 14 minutes played here in the opening half. Three on the far side. 
So it's a free to James Stevens. And going back out to take this one, his own Gilfoyle. Oh, it's bang in the middle of the park, about four metres in from the sideline on that far side. And uh, lots and lots of people filling that stand. And of course, everybody waiting for such a long time to get out and see some of the live action. We've had some great matches in the league over the last number of weeks. We had a cracker in Callan last week with Greg Valley, Callan and the Shamrocks. Shamrocks, of course, uh, qualifying there only just, but they're here. And they're here later on against Bridge. Here's Gilfoyle with a long range free. And that is gone to the left and wide. Two wides, James Stevens. Two wides to Borough. Five points, James Stevens. Four points to Borough. Fifteen minutes played, Ronnie. To be fair to Gilfoyle, Gilfoyle, the sun in his eyes, he seldom, if ever, misses a free. That's a curious one that he missed one because Gilfoyle normally pops 10, 15, 10, 12 points a match. So, interesting to see how that free-taking goes for him. But glorious, glorious afternoon, uh, Brendan. And here's Gilfoyle now making amends. Yeah, it is. And here he comes back. He's on the 65. Plenty of pace here. Strikes and it's going to drop short. It could be dangerous. Hold on. Oh, Mr. Dwyer. The wire's on the end of it. Tygo Dwyer. The high-dropping ball. There was a dress, and I said it could be dangerous. It proved dangerous in the end. It came all the way in from Gilfoyle, and Tygo Dwyer has got the touch, and James Stevens lead one five to four points. Ronnie, anything can happen, but uh, they can't blame the sun on it, I think. No, I can't blame the sun, but unfortunately, the Borough fullback, the first thing you do is protect your goalie and not let the man get a hurl to it, and the Borough fullback, or the cornerback in that case, didn't get his hurl to it, and tied the wire. One of the smallest men in the field gets his hurt with great goal for the village. Here comes Aidan Nolan. Can he reply? It's a great ball from Aidan, but it's gathered by uh, the goalkeeper, Sean Minogue. Sean Minogue gathers it for the village, sends it back out to the middle of the park. One back by Timmy Clifford. Timmy gets it, flicks it up. Does very well under a little bit of pressure, Timmy. Knocks it over to the far side. And now they're coming forward. What can they do here to find a man in space? It's Shane Stapleton. He's having a great innings in the opening 16 minutes. That's another one for Stapleton. Three from play. One from the free, but he's a great finisher. But a lovely bit of work from Timmy Clifford, Ronnie. Yeah, look again. As we said, there's the water break. A great goal for the village. They were probably nip and tuck there, but that goal has separated them. They'll be delighted with that goal. Borough will be disappointed. It was a cheap goal to give away. High ball should have been Hulahans. The full back line should have held off the forward. So a cheap goal to give away by James Stevens. But again, nothing really exciting to say that a frightened all Aucklands or even Tullerone at this stage. Both teams playing maybe a cagey game because, as we know, bragging rights are huge and the loser here goes out. So... It's probably understandable that's cagey in the first 15 minutes. Well, the scores for the village in this opening 16 minutes, 15, whatever you like to call it, their opening quarter. The goal has come from Tiger Wire. Keen Kenny's got two from play. Owen Gilfoyle, one from a free. Matthew Root from play. And Luke Scanlon. And for Dixborough, well, three from play from Shane Stapleton. He's also struck a free. And Lee Moore has struck their other score. So it's 1 5 to 5. This game is brought to you with thanks to Cockland Garden Equipment, your local Husqvarna Centre in Kilkenny, specialising in forest and garden machinery, including the Husk. Varna Autumn check them out on cgeltd.ie so that's Cockland Garden Equipment Limited.ie so cgeltd.ie 1-5 to 5 Ronnie and we did say um, that it would be tight and their quarter finals and uh, it's last man standing that's the way it goes yeah. but uh, we're in for the second quarter here now the time is flying by uh, and as I said it's a great day for hurling but just to show the difference there Brendan that last two high balls Dixborough the high ball went in Young Feeling maybe possibly didn't hold off Tyg the wire didn't play the man whereas down the other end Cody Dermot Cody was playing Andy Gaffney to make sure he he was protecting his goalkeeper your first job as a full back is to protect your goalkeeper as often as you can and that just as I said for me that's a cheap goal to give away for Dixborough well, here's the puck out and the restart of the game with Sean Minogue and the James Stevens goal. Sends it downfield. 
All the way down to the half forward line. And it's going to favour them because they've done quite well on it. This is Keen Kenny again. Turning and striking this time. It hasn't got the legs. Dara Houlihan gathers it over his left shoulder. Oh, he's overstepped the mark. And there was a few cheers from the crowd. He went off his right. He went onto his right and back over onto his yeah. left. He's taken too many steps. And the referee, that's the second time we've had a decision for too many steps, but it hands the initiative straight to the village because this is a scorable opportunity, Ronnie. Yeah, well, he came to his right to look to see was there anyone free here. His right half back and Timmy Clifford wasn't free. They needed someone to go back in the goal and he did take too many steps. He was unfortunate, but there was no one here looking for a ball from. So again, as I said, village getting the breaks at this early stage. Not hurling as fluently as they like, but still getting the breaks. But again, to be fair, that was a brilliant puck out out of uh, Minogue to, to Keane Kenny. And Kenny, for me, looks like he's on fire. And Gilfoyle makes no mistake from the close-in free on the 13-metre line. It's 1-6 to 5 points, the opening score in the second quarter here. 17 minutes exactly on the clock here in UPMC Nolan Park in the St. Canis' Credit Union Senior Hurling Championship quarterfinals. It's James Stevens and Dixborough, wherever you're listening across the world or across Carlock and Kenny this afternoon or further afield on the app. We wish you well as uh, Borough come on the attack. Stephen Farrell, nice ball into the full forward line. Now, can they turn? Can they get the strike? It was a lovely ball from Farrell and it was was wide. It's a wide ball, Andy Gaffney. And... uh, you could put that down as a bad wide as well, Ronnie. He did everything right part of finish. Yeah, which was still a difficult ball. He was out of good, but again, as I said, Dixborough doing possibly more of the hurling and find themselves the village are working way harder, particularly up in them forwards. Killian Buckley. Putting pressure on. Bit of pressure on, but Buckley plays a nice ball. Connor back out of mode of trouble there. That was uh, Connor Dohany. And now they'll rock it back into the middle of the park. And he's been on plenty of balls. Stephen Farrell, for a man, didn't expect to start. But he started wearing number 22 on his back. And ball comes down towards the corner forward position again. Andy Gaffney is there. He gets a little bit of assistance from Mark Nolan. The other corner forward. But the village come away with it. The full back, Dermot Cody. He got it. Fed it in field. Cleared all the way downfield. It's two against two here. But that ball is out. Now, as I said earlier on, we've seen a bit of that. Of as big as the pitch is, there's a few fellas after driving the ball out over the line. And I know you mentioned the sun earlier sun on. Sunlight, yeah. But I, I think... I think the village playing into the sun, into the, into the town end, a more is, is a factor there. But again, I mentioned this the last two days. I've played Every time I've seen the village, the difference in the village this year and last year is they've sorted their full back line. They've been a game for anyone this year. Uh, and I think Cody has played a big part. He's a big man at full back. And he's leading the charge. And I think that's been a huge change for the village this year. They've been close the last two years, Brendan. But we're leaking goals. And I think since Cody's there, there's a man around the square minding young Minogue. There's a sideline cut for Evan Carroll and Dixborough. Down to the middle of the park. Lee Moore sends it into the full forward line. Again, we've two and two. And that's a great take. It's a brilliant take now. It's a goal chance here. Is that one back? Oh, what a finish. He didn't miss it this time, Andy Gaffney. He absolutely buried it. It's 1-6, James Stevens. It's now 1-5 to the Borough. There's a point in it. But it was a great catch, Ronnie. He fell. He lost his footing. He got back up. He picked his spot. And he nearly put a hole in the onion bag. And it just proves what do I know about Hurland. Because Gaffney just got that ball and caught it over uh, Cody's head. Bang, goal. And obviously Gaffney was listening. And that was a great finish by Gaffney. And here come the Borough again. This time it's uh, Bill Sheehan. Oh, Bill. He sends it to the right and wide. He had point written all over that but he strikes the Burroughs third wide 1-6 to James Stevens, 1-5 to Dixborough with 20 minutes played in the opening half it ain't a bad contest Ron but it never was going to be no it was never going to be and as I said the first quarter was a bit cagey now they're starting to play with a bit more freedom they're starting to play as with their heads up and as I said the Borough trying to play a two man full forward line but 
the caginess has gone over a little bit, Brendan, hasn't the nervousness has gone over it a has. little bit? And you know what, you mentioned the sun, and I have to say a fair play to you, is look over at the stand, everybody that's from out under the roof has their hand over their forehead to try yeah, and see the pitch, yeah. because the sun is shining so brightly, but yeah. Alan O'Reilly predicted we'd have a great day on Sunday, and we're to have great weather during the week, but this is UPMC Nolan Park, and Joe Sheehan for the borough, back to the middle of the park, Dainty flick down into the corner. They're trying to utilise all that space in the right half-forward position. Running into it is uh, Liam Moore. He runs onto it. Knocks it back over towards his centre-forward. But it breaks Paxton. And who's on it now? Aidan Nolan. Aidan Nolan. Oh! Another goal. <laughs> Aidan Nolan has got the next one for the Borough. It's another goal for Dixborough. It's 2-5 to Dixborough. 1-6 to James Stevens. Ronnie, he's rattled it. I mixed him up with Lee Moore a minute ago. But no, he, Moore I didn't mix him up that time. Yeah, Moore <laughs> gave the pass, which was a fabulous finish. He was 20-30 yards out. Brilliant goal. Nothing Sean McAdoo could do because that son, as we know, down in the old Auckland's goal is a dangerous son. But brilliant. And again, Moore made the chain. Moore made the move. The Borough now on a bit of a high. Yeah, and they're moving the ball very well. A great ball from Evan Cody. Downfield. Gaffney on the far side. Andy Gaffney. Diagonal ball in. Ooh, wide ball. He gave it every chance, but it's four wides for the Borough. 2 5 to Dixborough, a total of 11 points. 1 6 to James Stevens, a total of 9 points. The goal's coming from Aidan Nolan and Andy Gaffney. Ty Goodwire got the village goal. It was the first goal in this game if he's just joined us. And now James Stevens, the village, to move the ball outfield. David Hennessy. Hennessy wearing number 8. Turns back in field. Lays it off to the full back position. That's the cornerback, Shane Donahue. Shane drives it way, way down the field towards the right corner forward position. Breaks in field. Alan Phelan's got to be good and sharp here Alan Phelan runs back tries to deprive uh, the ball from going out for a 65 he strikes it across the end lane it goes out for a line ball and it is a line ball to James Stevens. 2-5 to 1-6 plenty of scores in the opening 22 minutes Ronnie No the first quarter was a little bit cagey but the second quarter now has been very entertaining great catch by Timmy Clifford and just notice Brendan there is only two was commentating today but if anyone hears Mickey Welch he's leapt and jumped since the Borough got the two goals he was quite the first 15 minutes he's down underneath us but look hey the Borough will be delighted they've settled into it now and the village were rattled they are rattled a little bit here come Deborah coming out with the ball it's amazing how these fellas that make the transition from minor into senior and adapt very well but this time Timmy Clifford just lost his eye took his eye off the ball the village win it back to Luke Scanlon he wins a free Timmy's committed the foul and like you said a few minutes ago what do I know about hurling about yourself and I'm praising Timmy and he makes the first mistake of the afternoon yeah well lucky this is not being televised because they can't see things <laughs> But that's why we stand the radio, Ronnie. But Tommy or Timmy, <laughs> Timmy should have cleared that ball. It had time. But look, Brendan, it's been very entertaining the last uh, seven minutes since the water break. Particularly mistakes being made for sure. A lot of the village guys are a little bit confused about. I uh, see the uh, the mentors Peter Barry is in trying to tell the boys to man mark their men, and I just believe that the borough are changing positions the whole time. They're leaving Luke Murphy as a spare man, so I think that's a little bit concerned. Maybe the wrong man might be the spare man. I think Luke Murphy's a better man marker for me. And I'd rather see the village uh, sweeper being someone else. Well, the free is for James Stevens. Timmy Clifford, the man that was penalised this time. Owen Gilfoyle, he's looking for his third. The scoreboard reads 2-5 to Dixborough, 1-6 to James Stevens. 23 minutes gone in the opening half here in UPMC Nolan Park with thanks to Cockland Garden Equipment, your local Husqvarna centre in Kilkenny. Here's the free. He strikes it very well. He struck it direct and the umpire is making his way around from the back of the goal. He picks up the white flag and that's three for Owen Gilfoyle. And it's 2-5 now to the Borough. Total of 11 points, 1-7 to James Stevens. That's 10 points, Ronnie. So there's one between them in UPMC Nolan Park. And we're heading towards the last uh, seven minutes of the first half. Here's an interesting puck out. Evan, Gilf- Evan Cody's come from left half back. 
to his own 21 and a complete run and if he just puts this over the bar no he overhit it but a brilliant puck out and a brilliant Ooh. run by Cody hefty shoulder was still that up there. up the ground there he still has it he goes for the shot but it's going to be shot by Minogue in the goal Sean it's a relatively simple task for him plays it out towards his number 10 Matthew Root back in the half back line helping out James Stevens. now working hard for it on the far side of the borough trying to win it back but look who has it Matthew Root again backtracks clears it down the line struck it with a bit of conviction gets it as far as that's Keane Kenny all the way back there he's back helping out as well and now the ball and a bit of stalemate on the far side they're all rooting for possession nobody can get clean possession of the ball match referee David Hughes keeps a close eye but it's loose enough play he's allowing play to continue and Keane Kenny in the end is fouled but you know what for his work ethic he probably deserves something there Keane Kenny and Ronnie compared to the time when you played numbers mean nothing I said it the other night at a match in Carlow as well uh, you can be any number on the field now and you can find yourself in any position on the field that's the modern day game mm. in Gaelic games we should just look to our left there now in the village two men inside the 65 yeah. two men and so, they have to free the ball is going in the free. so the game of hurling has changed dramatically the village actually there's another man in on the post just spot sorry him. just spot him there I yeah. thought he was a supporter yeah. for many so far in and the <laughs> same down so like the space that's a well struck free from out on no. the side but it's not struck well enough no. it's a wide ball so that's two missed long range frees three wides for three the wides and I think it's four for the Borough but the scoreboard reads 2-5 to Dixborough 1-7 to James Stevens. five minutes remaining in the opening half ball is out off of a Borough stick so it's going to be a line ball to Niall Brazzle wearing uh, number six for James Stevens this afternoon so John Kennedy the linesman tells it to go back inside his own 45 he plays the ball the pitch is in perfect condition but the weather has been good so conditions conducive for good hurling here in UPMC Nolan Park and uh, when I say that uh, he hasn't struck it well Niall Brazzle but uh, the line ball is something if you hit them well they go well if you hit them bad they look bad yeah. but uh, it can hap- It happens in all games that there's always a bad one taken but the initiative straight back to the borough now and it will be Shane Stapleton to take this one and there's the wooden spoon with a close yeah, up look for you yeah, now Ronnie I make it, it looks like a 32. Well, it's up to his knee, and I would say it's not even a 32. <laughs> but it's certainly a lot shorter for a man that's 6 foot 5. <laughs> I must ask him after the match what size it is. He struck it well. He struck it very well. He puts that in around the house. There was a little bit of a tangle there, but no malice in it. They fell in round, but the borough come back around the corner. Win possession is won back by Bill Sheen. Bill Sheen knocks it back to Shane Stapleton. Shane Stapleton's ball is knocked out, and it's going to be another line ball here on the old stand side in towards the O'Loughlin's end of UPMC Nolan Park. 2-5 to Dixborough, 1-7 to James Stevens. 26 minutes gone here in the opening half. Brought to you in association with Cockland Garden Equipment, your local husk fire in a centre in Kilkenny. Here's the sideline ball. He's put a bit of fade on this one now. Here he goes. He's put it across the face of the goal. No. No, same yeah, wide, same, same wide, yeah. Another wide. So the wide's tallying now for the borough. That's five wides to the borough. But Ronnie, it still remains 2-5-1-7. It's a one-point game. The men in maroon lead the game. And the ball tied up by Killian Buckley on that far side. Killian Buckley down towards Mark Nolan. He goes from Great distance. That over. could be good. And it was Nolan, was it? Yeah, score it was, of the game. Yeah, Mark that's Nolan. score of the game for Mark. Mark has got it, number 13. So we're back to a 2-7-1-7 game here in UPMC, Nolan Park. The only thing, Brennan, I'd say, I was at a camogie match this morning, St. Bridges and Connie, and I think they were hitting harder. It's a little bit too open for me. Nobody really hitting a good shot on each other. It's a small bit, but look. There's a shot in now. Matthew Root, yeah. Matthew Root, yeah. Matthew having a good first half. That's his second score from the vice captain. Small bit loose still. Yeah, it's small bit. Uh, 2-6 to the Borough, 1-8. So that's 12 points to 11. So 2-6, Dixborough lead here. The two goals, Andy Gaffney, Aidan Nolan, 
the village oh James Stevens goal coming from Tyke Dwyer after a lovely floated ball from Gil Foyle and he just ran in it was a one and one with Hulan and it went to the top of the net referee and the umpire having a chat there so I'm not quite sure whether something on toward has happened in there but uh, I think David Hughes has made a note of it Ronnie yeah, not too sure what the umpire brought his attention to. Uh, Nolan Park stacking to fill up on the far side. Brendan, the crowd have come across from John's Park, as we said already. Lachlan's through to a semi-final. Tullerone also through to a semi-final. And, um, we'll have the draw live here after the second match this evening as well. So the, match, the draw will be live here on KCLR 96 FM. Here's Dara Houlihan. Dara Houlihan. So Navidi, of course, of the Tuller Road in Carla, former Ross Talton cyclist. I think he took part on three or four occasions when it was tough to be a cyclist back in the day. So there you are, Mick. That's the answer for you there with the text coming in on 083-306-9696. Two goals and six points to the Borough. 1-8 to Jim Stevens. 28 minutes gone. We have an injury on the far side. Ronnie, just when we have a stoppage in play, the bridge and uh, Ballyhale Shamrocks going up your own. That's Greg Bally Callan gave the Shamrocks a fair old rattle in Callan last weekend. Uh, it should be an intriguing ch- ch- cl- uh, clash as yeah, well. Yeah, well, I wonder did we just poke the bear, as someone said, because Shamrocks was not going as fluently yeah. as they would have liked. If there's a chance today, maybe might be a bridge chance, but I just wonder did we. Uh, awaken the Shamrocks because they haven't been going as fluidly as they like certainly it's a great chance for Bennis Bridge if they can hurl like they have been up to now they win when they want to win yeah they? yeah, they have a great chance but look again um, people will be wondering I suppose it's not as clear cut as people might think um, and, sh- and, and if the Shamrocks did happen to go out and they were beaten by the bridge it opens up the oh, whole thing yeah, doesn't it oh, it opens it up for sure but look it's not opened up yet. It's not opened up yet. No. There's a long range free for the Borough. It's gone in and Stapleton, over the bar. Yeah. Stapleton, long range point, point, long range free. And Shane Stapleton has put another one between them. 13 in total now. 2 7 to Dixborough. 1 8 to James Stevens. We're into the final minute of the opening half. We're heading for out of time in 30 seconds' time. Here's the Borough tidying it up through Alan Phelan, the full back. The ball is out over the line. John Kennedy, busy man in the line. It looks like it's a Borough ball as well because it's come off a stick of a James Stevens man. And John is pointing to the James Stevens man to tell him oh, who'd be a linesman, Ronnie. You just got to get them right. Yeah, there's, not no one re- there's no one remonstrating, to be fair. He's got it right. Yeah, well, it looks like he has it. The village men are either not able to uh, remonstrate. I thought it was a village line ball, but certainly uh, John Kennedy was closer to the action. He's seen it. That's why, you're, hey, that's why you're up here, Ronnie. Hey, October. <laughs> October, Brendan. Have you ever seen Nolan Park look as well? Beautiful. It's beautiful. It looks someday for a big camogie match, St. Bridges under 14s playing the county final against Callan uh, at, at 4 o'clock. So we wish the girls the best of luck. A lot of county finals and camogie going on at the minute. Oh, that was an illegal slap. And the referee is not having any of it. Shouldn't be like Stapleton. No, and he's, he's trying to prove his innocence here, but uh, the referee has spotted it. He's having a word with him. He's having a word with him. I think it's going to be uh, yeah he, it, it, look he, he, he had a hurl high shouldn't be like Shane Stableton the Shane Stableton I know it was more accidental it's a pity he's going in the book because again you don't need those things and, and David Hughes maybe not hugely familiar with some of the players if there's someone else you might say something but and again to be fair to Brazo he was up reasonably but he's heavily strapped he's a hamstring it looks like a, a big blue strap down the back of his leg and of course as we know well, Lester Ryan was a big loss for Clara today. Well, the headline on the paper be tomorrow now he got booked for hitting someone with a wooden spoon eight. Thirty-one minutes gone here in UPMC in Olin Park in the opening half of the St. Canis's Credit Union quarter final and Ronnie says Tullerone are there O'Loughlin's are there will it be the Borough will it be James Stevens out come the Borough and they Evan get the free inside the 13 metre line 
Mickey Welch is underneath the series beyond Judy for the second match it was a, a Borough man through and through winning the minor championship last weekend I think the referee's calling for the ball and we could be looking at half time or will there be time for the free Andy Maroney 2-7 to 1-8 is the score at the moment sum up that first half yeah look it was a nervy opening to have first half I suppose for both teams not many scores in the first 6-7 or 8 minutes Stapleton and Guilfoyle then Keane Kenny came good with two scores from centre forward Keane uh, Buckley has held up but the goal then Tyg Dewar's goal lifted the game walking up Dixborough and they came back with two great goals but those goals turned the game and I suppose woke, the, woke up the, the, the Borough men and the Borough uh, in the lead marginally and marginally deserving that because of those two goals won their goal by Aidan Nolan to be fair to him well, it was a massive uh, free, which play continues from Dara Hool, and he sent it all the way down to the full forward line, but the village have dealt with it. Luke Hickey did really, really well, and here they come. Can they score? Niall Delaney, he always pops up for one or two, but Niall has put this one wide. It's James Stevens fourth wide in the first half. Referee calls for the ball. That will be the half-time score. Dixborough, two goals and seven points, a total of 13 points. 1-8 to James Stevens, a total of 11. Two between them. We had 32 minutes and 31 seconds of hurling in that first half, and uh, while it was enjoyable and competitive running and it's close it's not a belter but uh, I'm sure it'll get better yeah no it's not a belter it's certainly more cage in the first half the little bit I'd be disappointed in is as I said it's not manly enough for me it's too close there's too there's too there's too much space too much time and I just think they're a small bit cagey both teams maybe hoping or waiting for a mistake both teams a lot on on, on, on I suppose up for grabs here. One being a county semi-final, two being the first team out of the town to go out of the championship. And both teams have those bragging rights around town. The borough, as we said, down a number of players. The village down, Connor Brown. But for me, the two goals certainly have been the difference. Ed Nolan's goal uh, being a super goal. A great run by uh, Shane Stapleton, or Lee Moore, who gave a great pass. But overall, I suppose the Borough marginally the better team. Glorious day here. But anyone's game, Brendan. Village will be a little disappointed. Not humming like they have been up to now. Not humming like they should be. Because, as I said, in the previous few games, they were humming. Forgetting about the last match again, Liz Downey. Maybe Liz Downey would not give them the credit. Maybe they were better than, than uh, we thought. But certainly the last day, 12 points. The Village, up to now, the Village haven't been scored. And if you look at the stats, haven't been scored many goals. And that's probably a concern. And maybe it's the same with the Borough. The Borough now have scored two goals. They've scored two again Cormor during the year and as we know particularly this time of year Brendan goals win matches and um, I suppose look this game is going as we said from the very outset can go anywhere the Borough maybe would like to see Buckley more in the game he's been reasonably quite considering the influence he has on the, the Borough team and on other teams so they would be like to get uh, Killian Buckley in, into the game more but maybe we have to give the village credit for not playing the ball up the middle but overall the goals are the difference them two goals by um uh, the Borough and as I said the cheap goal I thought the Village got a cheap goal so on the balance of play the Borough definitely deserving it marginally but they are the better team marginally because they got the goals maybe at this stage OK well Andy Gaffney got one of them Aidan Nolan got the other Ty Godwyer got the Village's goal and it's half time here in UPMC Nolan Park before we hand back to the studio it's Dixborough two goals and seven points it's James Stevens one goal and eight points and Ronnie before we do back I think for someone wanted to uh, mention there that's listening below and SIDS I think uh, you had someone's fair. Oh, Eamon McGrath, Mick, Mick uh, Clear uh, text in there from Poland to say to give a shout out to Eamon McGrath who's looking after all the, p- the patrons in, the, in, in SIDS of course. Busy down there because it's Kilkenny Day and we do hope you're enjoying our coverage. 2-7 to Dixborough, 1-8 to James Stevens. back to Shane and Robbie in the studio. KCLR Live Sport. The St. Canis' Credit Union Senior Hurling Championship. James Stevens versus Dixborough. With thanks to Cutland Garden Equipment, your local Husqvarna Centre in Kilkenny. CGELTD.ie. 
Thanks very much, Shane. You're very welcome back. David Hughes throws in the ball for the second half. The Borough playing into the town end. They're leading by 2 7 to 1 8. And we have a line ball straight away. Ronnie, we have a lot of line balls in that first half. And uh, we have another one now at the moment. Uh, 2 7 to 1 8. Uh, second half up and running. Yeah, when you think of line balls in club hurling and inter county hurling, we don't have a line ball expert like Joe Canning and like some teams. So it's a free pocket uh, goal. And you either it's actually to going to be a free. He pulls it back in. It's a free now, yeah. yeah. But so I mean, unless you're putting it over the bar, at least put it wide on the far side. Here comes Stapleton. He's on the 20 metre line. He's 10 metres in from the sideline. Sideline playing into the town end goal. Oh, here we go. Shane Stapleton scored five points in that first half. Two frees, three from play. Has he scored one in the second half? Oh, that's a bad wide, Ronnie. He put it wide, and he's put it wide on the side. He struck it from relatively simple task, but easy from up here. But here come the village with a reply. That's a massive, massive ball. Oh, that's a beautiful point. Well struck. Brazil, I think it was, yeah, all the way back. Now, yeah. Brazil, he struck that the length of UPMC. Nolan Park didn't go over one end running, and it goes over the other end. That's yeah. a bit of a swing around. Yeah, and the sharp poke out again. That's after being a two-point score. It should have been a point for the Borough, and now it's changed across to the village. So a big score in this game, early time, we know. But certainly the sun, Brendan, I think, has a major bearing to play on the forwards on this end. It's, it's a glorious day, but it's difficult for the backs. Here's a great catch by Kenny. Oh, and a brilliant run through the middle of the park. And look who's coming forward. This is Niall Mullins. Niall Mullins, number seven. He's got plenty of pace, Niall. Big gun into the 20-meter line. Niall Mullins flicks it in goal. Chance for the Hulahan. Catches it under the crossbar. And he was challenged by Tygo Dwyer coming out. And it was like Stringer tackling Paul O'Connell, to be honest with you. <laughs> it was O'Connell won the battle. His name is Dara Hulahan. He did it very, very well. Now come back. The village are playing with a bit of panache and a bit of speed and liveliness at the start of the second half. The cornerback, Shane Donahue playing it down towards the Lachlan's another big ball has to be dealt with by the Borough full back line they've dealt with this one very very well they're going to work it out it's with uh, Stephen Farrell Stephen Farrell took the pass in the full back line lays it up towards the middle of the park on they go took his eye off it won it back Joe Sheen Joe Sheen for the Borough he gets under a little bit of pressure ball breaks losing possession a lovely beautiful first touch from Owen Gilfoyle Gilfoyle has done well but then he was put under pressure Timmy Clifford comes across Timmy wins it Timmy does well he's hurled was held as played back to the corner back Connor Donny Donny switches it back in towards the other cornerback Evan Carroll and they'll move it downfield through Joe Sheehan there's plenty of pace in the second half Joe Sheehan lovely ball down now can they turn this is Bill Sheehan Bill turning Bill striking that's a beautiful score and Ronnie from me that could be the best move of the game great score 2-8 to Dixborough 1-9 to James Stevens. 2 minutes 40 seconds gone in the second half yeah Dixborough needed that and Bill Sheehan needed that for his own confidence and again as I said mentioned about Killian Buckley uh, Keane Kenny's pulling Buckley out and Village very cleverly are keeping Buckley out of the game they know the influence as his team and they're pucking the ball down the other end they are indeed Evan Cody is under this one for uh, Dixborough ball breaks though the opposite number 7 Niall Mullins and now it comes out and scooped up had a short little grip on the stick there Mark Nolan scored a point in the first half of the borough he won it back in his own half back line sends it across there's two players there one is Aidan Nolan one is Lee Moore and now they carry it forward Aidan Nolan is the man with it got that goal in the first half he got one of their two goals in the first half Andy Gaffney got the other Tygo Dwyer got the village goal 2-8 to 1-9 at the moment at half time it was 2-7 to the borough 1-8 to James Stevens, and now it is the borough have to tidy this one up again Timmy Clifford didn't deal with it well the first time but in fairness facing his own goal he's dealt with it he sends a diagonal ball right down to the left corner forward position it's going to break into Norma's and Stapleton chases after puts a bit of pressure on Niall Delaney they've won it back how did the borough win that now they're trying to move it through Mark Nolan didn't play broke down village clear it downfield it comes coming out to try and win it is Tyge Dwyer the man that got the goal again nice play from Tyge he was caught there running across referee <laughs> says no free there Killian Buckley tied his up oh, oh no, 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 no. 
No advantage played, but now Jim McCordy's in butter. Yellow card. Definitely yellow. And lucky. Yeah. But, but the amazing thing was the Shane Stevlin had the breaking ball. Advantage should have been given to the to the borough, and it was a goal, a goal, definite goal oh, for chance. the borough. So not only a yellow card, but a goal chance missed for the borough. So uh, we praised David Hughes earlier, but maybe just maybe the advantage should have been given there. Yeah. I wonder if it'll come into his head that it was a, a strike uh, up on the high part of the head as well, Ronnie. The man is down injured, and it was concerning that he, he blew it. He blew it quickly because of that. It didn't look great from here. No, that's, and I think for the referee, he probably might have looked at it that way as well. Mm. But it's uh, going to be a free in, but uh, a goal opportunity going to beg in. It will be a point uh, if they get the free. They will have to have the free. Uh, the man that picked up the knock is back up on his feet. It's good to see that Andy Gaffney puts back on the helmet. So no harm done. He gets the VIP treatment there. Uh, so he has been uh, looked after there so that is the situation at the moment uh, Parik Fanning of course manager and coach of the borough Tony Brown coach and selector Niall Morrissey selector strength and conditioning physical trainer Joey O'Brien and of course Seamus Dwyer looking after the village along with Niall Terrell Joe Murray and uh, the great Peter Barry so it seems there's a great Tipperary influence here in front of his guard uh, Seamus Hogan Liz Howard of course is here. Liz yeah and Mr Delaney that looks after the louds uh, comparing Tort- Simple Stadium at Ballyragget Tipperary man living in Ballyragget so they have a keen interest in Kenny Hurling today <laughs> here we go the free for the borough sent in Stapleton he's been prominent from the dead ball situations and from play that's three from freeze three from play there's three points between them again Dixborough lead 2-9 to Dixborough 1-9 to James Stevens. we have uh, 36 minutes played 6 minutes played in the second half long ball downfield the Borough trying to defend it but James Stevens come on the attack now can they get something here Higgins Boonside carried through the middle Luke Scanlon racing through there's the shot takes it Hulan takes the sting out of it it'll be tidied up by the cornerback Evan Carroll he clears the danger out towards Killian Buckley Killian gathers it under a little bit of pressure the referee Whoa. says he was fouled he was caught Killian Buckley and he is going to get a free from outside his own 20 metre line I know he had to be brave he had to go for it but I think a lesser man mightn't have won that ball Ronnie yeah we mentioned at uh, half time maybe that it was a little bit open a little bit uh, tickling more than tackling but certainly there's more tackling now than tickling going on because the last few uh, they're starting to man up to each other now and starting to maybe realise that hey lads there's a county semi-final here in two weeks time so it's good to see a bit of uh, uh, I suppose toughness coming into the game because as I said the quality hurling is definitely good but certainly as I said it's a bit free flowing Borough on top Carahool Hammer the long ball downfield Borough Lee 2-9 to 1-9 this game brought to you with thanks to Cockland Garden Equipment your local Husqvarna centre in Kilkenny specialising in forest and garden machinery including the Husqvarna Automore and you can check them out on cgeltd.ie all lowercase there for Cockland Garden Equipment I would like to thank them for their kind sponsorship of this uh, quarter final in the St. Canis's Credit Union Senior Hurling Championship started at 2.15 second matches up at 4 o'clock Bennett's Bridge versus Shamrock's Bally Hale. That should be a cracker. The All-Ireland champions up against the bridge. The bridge did beat them in the league format of the uh, competition a few weeks ago. There was plenty of goals in that match. It should be a cracker also. This one has a long way to go. We've only seven minutes played in the second half. The Borough lead 2-9 to James Stevens 1-9. The battle of the city at the moment on a historic day. It's called Kilkenny Day and the oh. man that's playing well at cornerback Evan Carroll has done really well for the Borough. Feeds the Killian Buckley. Hand pass from Buckley to Stephen Farrell and Stephen lets fly. He drives it so far. It might land on 
in the parade below but trying to keep it in is Bill Sheen it's ran out for a wide now the umpires is wide but I think the referee could overrule him but again see the sun is in his eyes you couldn't blame Kevin or David Hughesford but that definitely came off a village hurl village clever enough to call it should have been a 65 wide ball 2-9-1-9 village haven't scored for since the first minute well there we go the village playing into the town goal and we're in a city only in Ireland would you hear things like that but anyway 2-9 to the borough 1-9 all famous parts and sayings here in the Marble City on a great day uh, for all and here come Village James Stevens to clear the ball moving it out towards Niall Mullins Niall at 7 always been steady in defence for the Village over the years comes forward knocks it to the middle of the park Luke Scanlon picks it up pointed in the first half Luke they'll carry it from outside their own 65 Niall Brazel has it now lovely run and carrying on with the run is Matthew Root yep. 2 from the vice Captain in the first half, make it two, one in the second half. He's three altogether, Matthew. He's doing quite well in that number 10 jersey. And the vice captain sends in his third. Houlihan sends the ball outfield towards his wing half back, Evan Cody. And Evan Cody fouls Matthew Root, and it's going to be a free to the village. And Ronnie, discipline could creep into it. It's 2 9. That's a total of 15 points for Dixborough. 1 10 to James Stevens. That's 13. There's two between them. It soon could be one. It soon could be won, but uh, certainly Matthew Root is getting the better of the duel in the last uh, few minutes there. He's been on a, a, a lot of ball, and in the first half as well. Kilfoyle, as we said, maybe is not as accurate as he was. Keen Kenny doing well centre-forward. Village hanging in there, as I said, not hurling too poorly, but certainly the goals have been a telling factor here. Here's the free for the man that got three in the first half, Owen Gilfoyle. So the goals have been a telling factor. Andy Gaffney, Aidan Nolan with goals in the first half for the Borough. Tygo Dwyer with the goal for the Village. There's the yep. free, and he's got it. He's got it. He's got it all. But he's very comfortable on those frees, Ronnie. Good, no, he's a good young lad. He's a good free taker. And again, not getting many frees, but certainly again, uh, the sun in his back, it's a little bit easier now. Sun is in his face the first half. Lee Moore is a judge to have foul there. Again, yeah, pulling a jersey. Yeah. Pulling the jersey. I think the lads are being aware of what your stat is there in relation to the sun. He said, the ref won't see me. He couldn't see the ball going out for 65 with the sun. He might see me pulling the jersey. But I think David Hughes, he, he doesn't miss much. 2-9 to 1-11. The Borough lead here in UPMC Nolan Park. Big ball downfield. Whoops. He done well. No, he didn't. No. He stepped out over the line. Linesman said it's out. And it's going to be a line ball to Dixborough and Connor Doheny. And uh, we have the draw coming up later on after the second match as well, Ronnie. Yeah, the three draws are on the JJ Kavanagh Sons uh, Junior Hurling, the Michael Ling Motors Intermediate, and, and the St. Candice Senior. Senior. So uh, people will be very clued in, well, particularly the teams that are left. Yeah, well, we'll have it live here on KCLR 96 FM straight after the second match this evening. Here is the sideline ball taken by the cornerback of Dixborough. That's Evan Carroll. And again, the ball is out, it's close to the sideline here. He's trying to get it up towards Joe Sheehan, but it hasn't worked out. And it's going to be a sideline ball now taken by Owen Gilfoyle, the man that has scored four frees for James Stevens Connor, this afternoon. Connor Everard, the linesman there, would know young Gilfoyle well because I think he frequents his father's pub a little bit. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> Sends it downfield, tidied up by the borough. Now they'll work it from the wing half back position. Timmy Clifford, nice ball from Timmy towards Stephen Farrell. Lovely stick work from Stephen. He controlled that beautifully. And the ball coming at him, knocks it up towards Aiden Nolan. One of the goal scorers for the borough in the first half. Aiden oh. goes from distance. I don't think that has the legs, Ronnie, has it? Dangerous oh. ball, but keeper was well up and sprung up. Sean Minogue wins it on the line, over his head, knocks it downfield towards Matthew Root. Scored three already. Good battle with himself and Evan Cody. Cody does well, knocks it in towards Stapleton. Running out of space. Referee said there was an illegal challenge there, and he's pulling the book out. He's yeah, popped it here, Ronnie. Free, Someone's free. going to be spoken to. 
So it's a free in for Dixborough. Still remains 2-9 to Dixborough. A total of 15 points. 1-11 to James Stevens. 14 points. Ronnie, it's still a one-point game. We got 42 minutes played. So 12 minutes played in the second half. And we're not too far from a drop of Ishkin. Another three minutes or four minutes, we will have the water break. Yeah, we did say this is going to be a cagey game. And it has turned out to be a very cagey game. The first quarter, lads opened up their shoulders in the second quarter. It's gone back to a cagey game. It looks like both teams are afraid to win. Are afraid to lose, I'm not too sure. Not as fluent as we like. The hurling quality is only reasonable. Well, here comes the free. Good score. Stapleton, yeah, stuck it well. No matter how hard or easy there, you got to get them. He's got another one. He has been good for the Borough this afternoon, hasn't he? Yeah, he is, and, 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 and uh, is often a great uh, transfer for the, the, the Borough men back five, six years ago, and he's delivered on numerous occasions for, for Dixborough men. Well, here comes Ty Dwyer. He's won a good step, ball step. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mickey Walsh is on fire here below. Yeah, well, it's not him, it's young Ollie down in the line and Mickey above in the stand, so we, we know what they're shouting for. As we said, the Borough will be very let down by what happened last year, Brendan. They didn't perform in the county final last year against the Shamrocks, and they'll feel that they need to get back to that stage. Still not hurling as well as I think they can and should. What's Killian going to do with this though? This free is from outside his own 45. He'll like, try and go for it, but he won't make it. It's too far for Killian. But it'll Buckley. be dangerous dropping in in the sunshine, won't it? It will. He's given it welly. He's given it everything. He has got, got it. it He's again. got it. He really gave it a bird. That's why I asked you. I was wondering, was he going yeah. to go for this? Killian Buckley nails it. Great he clip. nails it. 2 11, 1 11. We're back to a three point game. Brilliant catch by Timmy Clifford on the half back line. And he plays and a low ball to Stapleton. Here goes Stapleton. Shane turning, trying to turn his midfielder. He turned inside Luke Scanlon, or outside him, I should say. But the village win it back. Good defence from the village. One back there by David Hennessy. Hennessy flicks it downfield. Running onto it is at 13. Keen Kenny, the referee, has spotted an infringement on that far side it's going to be a free in to James Stevens some to 65 three point game Ronnie we're into the 14th minute of the second half yeah three point game and Shane Stapleton having a big influence on this game he has kept Niall Brazel out of the game for a long period of time he's popped up with a few frees he's popped up with a few uh, points from play and is involved in everything and I think the village need now maybe to consider uh, curbing the influence of Stapleton as I said because the village uh, are hanging in there but certainly the borough as you said, the sun, I think, has a big bearing on the Brendan. Still yeah. be nervous. You see Darahoon, it's a striking, striking day with a glorious day. And if any ball in around that square, it's not easy for a goalkeeper. Gilfoyle will put this... He put it wide. He, he, he actually now, forced, the referees, the forced make, it a bit, look, didn't no, he? No, the referee's making him... He's bringing the ball forward. What's that for? Dave, uh, Killian Buckley is going berserk. I'd say he didn't buy his suit in another shop last weekend or something because David Hughes uh, certainly... Iron the Borough men. They, he felt that the Borough men were too close. A let off for the village. Big let off for the village. A big let off, but the ball went wide. Because I thought Gilfoyle actually forced the issue with the way the ball went out wide. But as I said, no better man than himself to take a free. He scored four they so won't. far. But you'll never miss with your second chance. Yeah, they won't be happy with that. And that's what it is. Keen Kenny's pushing the Borough men away. And that's what's going on. And David Hughes, if he saw it, he saw it. And if he believes that they were, they were too, too close, close, he gives them the second chance, which he's entitled to. Unusual to see that uh, in Kilkenny Horn. Haven't seen that free before. 2 11, 1 11. Here's Gilfoyle. Second bite of the cherry. Yep. Sends it in. He was never going to miss from there. And the white flag didn't go up yet. Well, it's a point. It's a point. As they're making the long puck out again, Evan yeah, Cody. 2 11, 1 12. So 5 for Gilfoyle. 
is that to be a little bit of a turning point for James Stevens in this the second half we have 15 and a half minutes played in the second half 2-11 to the Borough 1-12 to James Stevens here they come through the middle again Niall Mullins he's went on one or two of these penetrating runs lays off a beautiful ball can they get a score James Stevens lovely bit of stick work that's gone in it hits the post it comes back down it'll have to be tidied up the shot came from Keane Kenny it's tidied up in the full back line it's overcooked it's going to go over the line it will be a line ball on the 45 in the Dixborough half of the park for James Stevens and Owen Gilfoyle will take it that ball coming back off of the post Ronnie could have went yeah, anywhere yeah could have went anywhere for sure but the first man to react was the, the Borough man but still in the dance floor and as we said 25 is on for James Stevens he certainly is 25 for James Stevens is he's just Andy Parsons the, he's just put it over the, he's, no he's put it wide wide he's, he's put, put it wide, wide. Andy Parsons, the young man, hasn't seen much game time either. So an unusual substitution. Parsons, very good underage hurler, hasn't seen much game time for the village Who's at gone? senior level. Water break, Brendan. Water, Water break. break. Well, there we go. This game brought to you with thanks to Cockland Garden Equipment, your local Husqvarna centre in Kilkenny, specialising in forest and garden machinery, including the Husqvarna Automore. You can check them out on cgeltd.e. That's Cockland Garden Equipment Limited.e. So that's what the CG say, is there. I'd say Luke Hickey has gone for the... The village for the village men, I'd say, guessing, looking for Luke Murphy, he's gone. And of course, the unusual thing, the last match or two in Nolan Park here, they haven't been a loudspeaker uh, making the changes. We're normally used to that to, to advise us of the changes, but in the last two matches here in Nolan Park, that hasn't happened for some reason. Great crowd inside in Nolan Park, everything barred. The last two bands are bays full, expecting a rip roaring game. The next game, this hasn't been a rip roaring game, Brendan. It's been more cagey. Not as, uh, as I said, more loose hurling than anything. And both won't be too happy with their performances. It won't matter if they get to a semi-final. It doesn't matter how you get to a semi-final. It's getting there today for both these teams. As I said, huge bragging rights, huge opportunity. But neither team will be happy with how they performed. I don't think it's been as good as they would have liked. But that's what happened when you have the two city teams playing against each other. 2-11 Dixborough, 1-12 to James Stevens. 17 points to 15 here in UPMC Nolan Park that last three will be a bit of a talking point if it finishes a tighter and might cause a bit of controversy Ronnie but do you still feel that Borough are the better team? Uh, yeah I think the Borough just margin but they're not putting them away they might look the better team they're certainly I don't think the James Stevens have played as well as they can but that would be because again the Borough have hurled well Again, I think James, the village have, or the borough have more lads on the bench, and I just see one of the lads I really like. Number twenty is on for Dixborough. That's Robbie Fitz has come on to the middle of the field. He's being dogged by injury. So again, the village bus or the borough might just have more on the panel. We'll see. We've gone wrong for a long, lot of time up to now. Podgeley's <laughs> coming across to this side to have a word with uh, Ollie Welsh. But look, all to play for. It's a two-point game, uh, and the borough making a substitution. Robbie Fitz on for. Who I'm not too sure because it didn't. Joe Sheen, I'd say, has gone. I'd say Joe Sheen has gone. Robbie Fitz, the middle of the field. Robbie Fitzpatrick is in. He wears number 20 for Dixborough for the final quarter. 2-11 Dixborough, 1-12 to James Stevens. And here come the Borough. They're playing into the city end. Here as uh, James Stevens break forward. Luke Scanlon scored a point in that first half. Knocks it across to Keane Kenny. He scored two. Has he got his third? That looks to be wide. It's gone wide. It's a let off for the Borough. He got a bit of time. He got a bit of pace there, uh, Ronnie. He could have pulled it back. But anyway, it remains yeah. two eleven. The Borough one twelve. James Stevens. He's asking questions at centre forward of of uh, uh, Killian Buckley. That duel is probably going fifty fifty. But Keane Kenny, who got two great points in the first half, has had two wides in the second half, and they're they're very valuable or probably valuable miss misses for uh, the village when they're trying to come back into the game. Ball tidied up by Niall Mullins, knocked it back to Niall Delaney, downfield it goes, now it's gone out on the far side, John Kennedy linesman on the far side, Conor Everett on this side, and it looks like it's a Dixborough ball, that it is. Now, 
as well as the, they're doing when the ball goes up here, the village defence deserve a bit of credit because they've won a lot of the last few balls have it in there, albeit they weren't quality balls, but uh, they still won them and they had to win them. But yeah. it's a line ball back to the Borough now. They've got to make use of this. Well, 2-11-1-12, Ronnie, Borough lead. Well, you said that the scoreline suggests that both defence are on top and that probably is the case. It's a low-scoring game uh, relatively towards what we expected and that was always going to be the case. It's cagey. It's a big prize for the winner. Well, the ball from the line ball went straight to the hand of Niall Brazel from the Borough, so... Uh, there he is again Kenny no, Kenny again and he's won a free this time the free is inside the 65 Borough half of the park so a chance for the James Stevens to pull it up to 113 2-11 for the Borough is a total of 17 points 112 for James Stevens is 15 points so there is two between them 48 minutes gone so we've 18 minutes gone in the second half here final quarter here in UPMC in the St. Canis' Credit Union Senior Hurling Championship quarter final already into the semi-finals are all Auckland Gales and Tuller who defeated Clara earlier on this afternoon in Mass- o- in, o- in O'Loughlin Gales pitch uh, earlier on just across the road and now this is the Borough and James Stevens who's going to be the third team into the yeah, semi that's a bad miss it's a big free okay yeah. but it's gone to the left and wide it's not Gilfoyle's day he's normally brilliant on those frees that was a difficult free though because on the sideline but he had the sun on the back but normally young Gilfoyle nails them as I said he normally pops over 10 double digit scores not getting them today and that probably might come against the village or will it well that's a great bit of defending back there was Tygo Dwyer he really did well the village go with a has long range over. ball Keen Kenny that's a great score but full yeah. credit has to go to Tyg Dwyer he won a terrific ball in his own half back line and Tyg Dwyer is the centre half forward so that's back to what I was saying to cover a lot of ground but it's a vital interception he got it as far as Kenny and he nailed it from a long distance but to be fair to the village they're finding Kenny Killian Buckley has to stay back and play centre back Kenny's standing 10 yards in front of him and what do most good teams do to play their centre forward give him the ball when he's 10 yards in front of him and now Kenny has pulled up on Killian Buckley but again the village are finding Kenny they're looking up for him because he's coming deep looking for the ball and Shane Stapleton has just been taken off on the far side as well there Ronnie wow. Stapleton has gone he must be injured and he's after to be taken off there's a change made here and again Oshin Goff is on and here he is yeah, on the ball that's uh, Oshin wearing number 12 I think they're big calls out of the village I didn't. unless Stapleton was injured now the village are coming back and looks like the village of momentum Brendan is coming uh, to a bit of momentum a bit of yeah. pace the middle back Luke Scanlon beautiful ball downfield first touch is vital here the man who got possession was Andy Parsons but he's uh, left Kenny it behind again. him Kenny again flicks a bit <laughs> of a hit oh broke yeah. brilliantly for him here's a chance now this is Luke Scanlon Luke breaks back in field now it's Keane Kenny he sends yeah. it in and that's another white flag for Kenny there's another one for the village game on now in UPMC Nolan Park 2-11 to the Borough 17 points 1-14 to James Stevens is 17 points we have twin, six, 10 minutes left to go Ronnie and we're level here in the quarter oh and Larkin is on for the village wearing 17 so the village are smelling blood Larkin is telling the young lads get out of the way I'm going in full <laughs> forward that's exactly what he told them and Keane Kenny is now has the dander up he's four points he's in Buckley's face we said it from the very beginning Kenny is one of these little men that can cause damage he's causing damage and unless the Borough have answers the momentum is now with the village but here's the ball breaking Timmy Clifford brings it in the middle of the park as the first breaking ball they've got in a while the Borough Timmy goes from distance the minor of last Great year score. sends it in what about that for confidence for the young man 18 years of age Timmy Clifford sends it in and over the bar he puts the Borough back in front 2-12 is a total of 18 points 1-14 to James Stevens is 17 points Timmy Clifford's on the score sheet ball breaks in the half back line here come village again Niall Mullins Niall Mullins backtracks the ball towards uh, the other man Niall Delaney 
Niall Delaney loses possession under a good intense tackle from the Borough. The man who came oh. back to do well there was Mark Nolan. Mark Nolan, he's back in the heat of the battle. Here Owen comes Larkin. Owen Larkin. Owen Larkin is caught high. He wins the free on the 45. And Owen Larkin shone like a light there. Uses experience, carried the ball. He kind of waited for that challenge to come. Nah. And he's going to have a chance to level it up again. Used all his experience when, the, when Jim... When the borough are bringing on some young lads, uh, the village are bringing on the experienced Larkin, and that might tell. And here's the man's confidence. Kenny's gone on the freeze. Gilfoyle has gone off the freeze because he's gone off. And now Kenny's gander is up. And this man, as we said, we were talking, where's the new young lads coming for Kilkenny Hurling? Well, there's two of them standing up today. One of them is Keane Kenny, and the other, who has just escaped my mind at the minute. Well, Keane Kenny has stuck that ball in and over the bar. He's sent it in and over the bar. He's got it. And uh, you mentioned Timmy Clifford earlier. Timmy Clifford, yeah, sorry. That was a minor. good man. Yeah, yeah no, great <laughs> score. I yeah. was going by age there, Ronnie. No, you're dead right. <laughs> <laughs> you're two, away. 212 Dixborough, 115 James Stevens. We've eight minutes remaining in UPMC Nolan Park. We are level. The game earlier on went extra time with Tullerone and Clara. Tullerone won that. They're into the semi finals. O'Loughlin's beat Mullinavat yesterday down in Shamrock Park and Ballyhale. And now Dixborough are on the attack. But again, the village tidied this one up. Delaney and Mullins are yeah. doing a lot of tidying up at the moment now it's with Keane Kenny he's got space he runs he lays it off he lays it off to Connor Brown Connor Brown Connor Brown good challenge on the far side but the villager coming with a bit of momentum Brown again breaking Andy on the Parsons far side Andy Parsons that was did he drop the hurl he didn't the borough were looking for a free but Buckley's this down off the ball and there's a little bit of an incident happened Buckley got struck off the ball and here come the borough we'll watch the ball going Killian is getting a bit of treatment there but again these two wing halfbacks are doing yeah. some damage Mullins and Delaney Mullins intercepts gets a great ball towards Ty Goodwire scored a goal in the first that ball knocked off his stick it's a fair old battle now back into it's it's up now, she's driving up. up we didn't see much of this in the game no. but Timmy Clifford sends a great ball right down into the front department but it's going to be tidied up by the cornerback Shane Donahue. he sends it all the way back to Minogue he's overcooked it and there's a bit of pressure being applied by the Borough men running onto it was Kevin Kenny Kevin is in wearing 28 back yeah. from the Borough Gaffney. the crowd are cheering now Gaffney locks it back across oh good little piece of play hefty challenge coming in there yeah, Mark now, Nolan was the man coming across it's a real hurling match now here come Robbie the Borough whipped Fitz. in by Robbie Fitz he sends it in over the bar they're gone one point in front Dixborough they're gone one point in front Robbie Fitzpatrick 2-13 to Dixborough 54 minutes gone 6 remaining 2-13 to the Borough one fifteen to James Stevens. with thanks to Cockland Garden Equipment your local Husqvarna Centre in Kilkenny specialising in forest and garden machinery including the Husqvarna Automore the reason I managed to get in the promotion there for our proud sponsors this afternoon they're on cglimited.e we have two injuries on the far side we're held up Ronnie but we're in for one hell of a finish here yeah. the Borough lead by one yeah and the game needed this the match needed this the supporters needed this because it was too cagey for too long but as I said the young lads Timmy Clifford particularly uh, Clive Kenny or Keane Kenny at centre forward they've livened up the game and if Kilkenny supporters were wondering is the youth of Kilkenny coming through there's a few young lads coming through and Kenny's one of these lads and he needs them as long he needs the man inside him Owen Larkin as well and if the village as I said can get more ball in the momentum is going up and down it's anyone's game 8 Certainly minutes to go is. that's a great take by uh, Root Matthew Root he scored 3 great points in this match sends it in the interception looked like it was coming from Stephen Farrell but the ball whizzed by but however Borough win it back through Evan Cody it's a 1 point game Dixborough lead through 13 to 1-15 and the ball is with the Borough ooh did he get a knock on the head there referee says no and it's a little bit like Lansdowne Road at the moment a bit of a scrum taking place as uh, the Borough try and shovel it up and the referee 
referee's right there watching it. The ball is loose, so play will continue. Now it's not loose enough. He's going to throw it in. Sometimes I think, Randy, why don't they throw it in in the first place? But he was happy to let it go. Yeah, and again, as I said, the village trying to play every ball into young Kenny because Buckley tends to stand off his man. There's Owen Larkin. There's two very neat uh, interceptions out of Larkin, but a loose ball now to the spare man. Yeah, it is. And now it's uh, tidied up by the cornerback, which is Connor Dohany, wearing two back to his other cornerback, Evan Carroll. They've been steady enough for the Borondos positions as well. Long, long ball downfield. Time to capitalises. Okay, he's done very, very well. This is a beautiful run. Can Kevin Kenny turn yeah. and score? Kevin Kenny. Oh, it's a wide ball. It's a wide ball. It was a glorious opportunity. He did ever so well to get the chance in under pressure. He had to. He he hadn't. He couldn't go the straight road. He had to take one or two detours. Two thirteen, one fifteen. To still lead, Ronnie. Yeah, still lead, and we're in for a, a hectic next five or seven minutes because it's going to go down to the wire, and it's going to come between the likes of Buckley and Kenny, and they're having a great battle. And here's Kenny again. Is he fouled? Referee says, oh. up you get. Ball comes across. The Borough will tidy it up back there. Helping out is Aiden Nolan, one of the goal scorers in the first half. Out to come with the ball. Over to 12, which is Oshin Goff. Came on as a second half sub. Now legs it to Aiden Nolan. Nolan legs it forward. Got up to the 21 metre line. Aiden Nolan flicks it to the man on the outside. Here's the shot coming from the full forward. That's gone in and over the bar. It's a beautiful move. And Billy Sheen sends in his second of the afternoon. Bill Sheen sends it in. 2.14 to the Borough. A total of 20 points. 1.15 to the Village. A total of 18 points. Three minutes of normal time remaining, Adrian. It's a belter now. It's a belter now, but it could have been a goal chance for, for the Borough. They're disappointed. The village are disappointed because Keane Kenny is down. They felt they should have got a free. But that could have been game over if Aidan Nolan had to give the hand pass off his right into Kevin Kenny. Give the ball to Sheen. Sheen got it over the bar. But a let off for me, a let off for the village because it could have been a goal. Kenny is down. Cramp. He's a big loss. Cramp. Two feet, two legs, I should say. He's yeah. in a bit of bother. He's in a bit of bother. The Connor Brown is on, Parsons on, Larkin is on, and Connor Brown is on. So the village have all the have all the material artillery on now. They have to go for it because their season could be over in the next five minutes. Two fourteen is twenty points for Dixborough. One fifteen is eighteen, and a two point lead, Ronnie. I always bring it up, but just to remind the listeners: lethal in the final few minutes. Two and a half of normal time left on the stadium clock, and there will be added time, as you said. You said when there was about four to go, we possibly will have seven. There possibly be three, possibly four minutes of extra time at the end of normal time for match referee David Hughes. He's a good long look at his watch. Kenny is back up on his feet. He scored five. 2-4 from play 1 from a free Matthew Root with 3 5 frees with Gil there's a great chance glorious opportunity he's the cornerback he's fouled he's fouled there's a free coming but goal. he's over the shot oh. and got the goal he's going to give the free no he's going to give the free yeah he is he had blown the whistle oh no he's putting it up it's a goal green flag here Shane Donahue Shane Donahue oh. he's got it Shane Donahue has got the goal great run by he's Donahue he's got goal they said a goal is lethal, two point lead is lethal, and there you go, the village going front, 2-15-2-14, a one point lead. Will we have a bit of history and extra time again? Since the first match went extra time, the village now lead by one run. Yeah, and the, the players stood up, Dunahoo made a fabulous run, great hand pass, he came from corner back, brilliant, brilliant goal out of Dunahoo, but the players stood up because they thought it was going to be a free in, and uh, David Hughes allowed the goal, now it's the Borough down by a point. David Hughes with the hand up for advantage, here's the Borough down by a point, they're looking to level it, this man has uh, played his part, Stephen Farrell for today, but the ball breaks in the far side, Niall Mullins again, gets Nine involved ball. for the village, it's going to be a line ball, line ball to the Borough, they've got to make something of this, the clock says 58 minutes and 45 seconds of a 60 minute game, it's 2.15 to James Stevens. 2.14 
Keane to the Dixborough. One between them. And Shane Donahue, the cornerback, has got the goal. Tyg Dwyer was the man who got their goal in the first half. James Stevens, that's their goals. Andy oh. Gaffney, Aidan Nolan got theirs. There's a sideline ball. It's a terrible wasted white. opportunity. And as Ronnie said, that's a terrible white. Ronnie, this game is in the melting pot. Yeah, it was in the melting pot, but it was going all the, vill- the boroughs way a minute ago because they went up two points up. Great goal by Shane Donahue. But still, look, three minutes. It all depends now what Conor Everard's having a word with David Hughes. They're talking through their sleeves. So I wonder what's going to say with the time. They're all mic'd up. John Kennedy mic'd up. He's a lot of te- insulation tape across the air. Here comes the ball. Back downfield. Shoulder by route. Uh, he's he's played very well. Really well. Here he goes. Flicks it into the middle. It's one against one here. First touch is vital. That's big play by James Stevens. Can to turn it around the corner. They can back to Kenny. Keen Kenny. Never looked. under pressure. Didn't even look. It's over. I think he's got it. Yeah, it's he over. He has got yeah. it. Great score, Keen Kenny. Five from player one from a free. Yeah. The lead by two, James Stevens. 2-16, 2-14. He didn't look, but he knew where the goal was. Oh, yeah, I said it from the very beginning. Kenny was one of these lads. When he's on his game, the village have a chance. And he's on his game. And he's had a wonderful, as I said, part to play. Went missing maybe for 15 minutes. But by God, he's come great in the third quarter. Here come the Borough. They need a goal. They're trailing by two. Ball breaks downfield again. It's tidied up by James Stevens. No nonsense hurry. Their changes have worked well. Back down towards the middle of the park. Held on to there by Tygo Dwyer. Tygo Dwyer flicks it back into the middle of the park. Brown. It's all go here. Connor Brown. What a difference he's made also oh. since the introduction. He's gone to ground. Oh. He said he's took too many steps, Ronnie. Nah, that's free in the borough. Should have been a village free. He went through, but Brown should have passed the ball to Kenny. Kenny was in on his own inside, and I think you have to give the village the village uh, mentors great great credit they've allowed Kenny stand 10-15 yards and I'm surprised that the borough haven't uh, uh, acted on that because as I said every time uh, Kenny now big free Buckley will probably land have to drop this in one we're in at a time they're yeah. trailing by two Buckley has the free it's 2.16 to James Stevens 2.14 to the borough going Buckley for goes for it he knows there's time on the clock he's gone for it oh, but it's wide. gone wide it's gone wide vital time in the game now Vital time, a lot of nervous and anxious people in both camps now. James Stevens lead by two, 2.16, 2.14 at half time. The Borough led by 2.7 to 1.8. Here's the puck out from Sean Minogue in the James Stevens goal. They're playing down towards the O'Loughlin's end. In this the second half, he drives it right down to Larkin the left half position. position. Goes up to win it anyway, Larkin. He breaks the ball. But the village have been hungry in the second half. I think I think they finished with a stronger team, Brendan. They did. I yeah. think that's what the difference is. Their subs have made a contribution. Now, they haven't won it yet, as we know. There's a bit to go in this game. But they certainly have the momentum. It's theirs to lose now. Brown's gone full forward. Of course, uh, Ollie Walt, Tom Kenny not involved with the Borough today due to injury. Bit of a loss for them as well. But here come the village. They have had a good second half. It's been industrious. And they've worked hard. And we are waiting to see a lot of intensity. Referee says play on. There's plenty of intensity over there on the far side. And there's plenty of a jostling and fighting for possession. Here comes a long ball in around the house. Borough have got to win it. But James Stevens have a man there sweeping Donahue. up. To the, the man that got the goal, Donahue. The man's name is Shane Donahue. He's wearing number four. We're into the third minute of at a time here in UPMC Nolan Park. And it's the village. It's all village at the moment. The man coming out is tied the wire. He intercepted a brilliant ball earlier on. He's gone for yes. a monster. He's gone no. for a monster. Hulan has it. He's got to drive this one. He goes short. They're going to play it down the flanks. Killian Buckley. Now he's going to drive it all the way upfield. They know they need a goal, the Borough. They're trailing by two. James Stevens, 2-16. The Borough, 2 
14. Where's it gone? It's going to break out towards Mark Nolan. He scored earlier on. Ball comes back in field. Didn't get the strike they wanted. Tied it up again by the borough. They don't clear or by the village. Didn't hit as far as they wanted. Mark Nolan. He turns it. Sends it back in. There's a oh! shot. It's gone in and over the bar. It's gone over the bar. It could have went anywhere. It's a Gaffney. white flag. Gaffney, Gaffney got the touch. He got the touch. It's a one point game. We have three minutes of additional time played. 2-16, 2-15. The village lead. Here we go. The Borough really need the next score, Ronnie, if they're going to stay in the St. Canison One Championship. One game and everyone is watching David Hughes and the county board are watching him because this could go to extra time if he allows it to run. He has a look at the watch. The, the next possession is massive and Larkin has it. He has. That's it. It's all over. And the village have defeated Dick Sparrow. It's been a belter in the last quarter in particular. It was always going to be tight. And James and Stevens have got out. Please remain in the stand following today's first game in preparation for today's second game to allow for warm-ups and some pitch repairs. So please remain in the stand between games. Thank you. That's just uh, Paul Fitzgerald coming in there. Ronnie, 2-16, 2-15. And now we go back to it. The talking point about the dodgy free in the second half. That could be. But in fairness, the village finished that game very, very well. They finished it very, very well. But they did have the momentum at the end when it marked the vital. But I think the value of the subs bench made a huge difference. Larkin, that last ball, winning that ball. But again, we mentioned it. If we go back and listen to what we said at the very beginning, the contribution of Clay, of Keane Kenny was massive. The contribution of the village selectors, you have to give them credit, huge credit. They allowed Keane Kenny to stand 10, 15 yards off of Buckley all day. The village or the borough never reacted. They never put anyone back in front of Kenny. And everything that happened today went through Keane Kenny. He orchestrated, he pulled the strings. Yes, they were good all the field. And then it took a little man called Shane Donahue to come up the field from cornerback and get a great goal. But the village deserved it. Certainly for long periods of the game, the borough were marginally, for me, the better team. They seemed to have the momentum. Them. They seem to have, I suppose, the look. But the changing for me was the changes. Young Parsons coming on, he made a contribution. Larkin made a contribution. Brown made a contribution. But they added then to that industry. That man, that little one today, was Clive Kenny and or Keane Kenny. And certainly the borough will be disappointed tactically. I think they made mistakes. They were in control for a long time. They were. Now, they were, as I said, the game was dead for a long, long time. We realised that. We mentioned it. It wasn't as wonderful as we thought. But when it mattered most, after the second quarter, after the third quarter, the village made them changes and the goal certainly sparked the, the village they'll be delighted and for me Brendan and for a lot of people up to now they have been consistently the best team in the last two years they ran the James they ran the Shamrocks very close last year should have won that uh, won that match last year they'll be delighted to be in a semi-final they weren't me massively impressive will Tullerone be shocked by it or worried by it not at all will the O'Loughlin's be worried by it not at all there's three teams in it but everyone thinks the champions are in this next match they are Roddy, thanks a million. Good to be with you today. Are you watching the next one or are you working the next one? Or? Well, we're going to wish the St. Bridges under 14 Camogie. <laughs> You're going they're, to that as well. They're in a Camogie fine. We wish them the best of luck and Callan. But of course, the St. Bridges girls, they're in a Camogie fine. Need a bit of luck in the club for the finals. We've been the bridesmaids too often. Uh, so we'll watch a bit of this, but certainly we wish the girls I'll the best of luck. Of but hey, the bridge, if there's a shock here, it's not going to be a shock, but the bridge have the chance today. Have the, have the village, have the Shamrocks, I suppose. The team that played so long, they've been tripping up they've been like a, a car on uh, 
So oh. Shamrock scored six goals against him the last day and 12 points and still lost the match. How many yeah. will they score today? How many will the, the bridge score? That's the most important thing, Brendan, to score them in, in 20 minutes. It is. 15 minutes. It is. So look, it all depends. But the bridge are good. And if this is the, if there's a chance for this year, it's the bridge. And wow, if the bridge win, it'll open up the championships for the, the four semi-finals if the bridge win today. That certainly will. Thanks very much, Adrian. Adrian Ronan on analysis. Michael Walsh will join us for Bennett's Bridge and Ballyhale Shamrocks for our second game. Big thank you to Coughlin. Garden Equipment, your local Husqvarna Centre, Rika Kenny, specialising in forest and garden machinery including the Husqvarna Automore for their kind sponsorship this afternoon the final score here in UPMC Nolan Park is 2.16 to James Stevens, 2.15 to Dixborough James Stevens are in to the semi-finals the draw will be coming up live later on here on KCLR Junior Intermediate and Senior meanwhile we'll hand back to the studio and we'll be back in about 25 minutes time in the build up to our second quarter final live this afternoon on KCLR back to you Shane KCLR Live Sport. The St. Canis' Credit Union Senior Hurling Championship. James Stevens versus Dixborough. With thanks to Coughlin Garden Equipment, your local Husqvarna Centre in Kilkenny. CGELTD.ie. KCLR. The History Fix. A history.